Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Pastor Bank, if you're watching, we want to say we love you. Hallelujah. If you love you, put your hands together. <laughs> we love you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. And we thank you for all that you have been doing for us in this ministry, for your patience. Hallelujah. We are still waiting. Be quick, be quick, be quick. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And to every father in this house today, hearing the sound of my voice, I want to wish you a happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. I stand for my brothers and for my sisters and for everyone in this church. We wish you a happy Father's Day. Hallelujah. It is my prayer from the depth of my heart. It is my prayer that the joy of fatherhood will not depart from you. In the evening of your life, your children are your covering clothes. You will not be found naked. In the name of Jesus Christ. And to the women in this church, you have been a father, you have been a mother. Those single mother, we salute you also. And as that single mother, I pray that you will serve, you will not labor in vain. You have labored, you will enjoy the fruit of your labor. Those sleepless nights that you have had, taking care of your children, Papa God will reward you. In the name of Jesus Christ. What kill other women will not kill you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You will see your seed. You will reap your seed. And you will enjoy your seed. In the name of Jesus. Let your amen be resounding. And I want every one of you to stand up on your feet as you wish Papa God, the King of glory, the ancient of days, our heavenly father, as you wish him a happy father's day today. Wave your hand, wave your hand, wish him a happy father's day. I'm sure you will not be offended if you say, Papa, I wish you happy father's day. Open up your mouth and begin to thank him. He is the father to the fatherless, the mother to the motherless, the God that has always been there for you, the ancient of days, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, our strength, our hope, our joy, the one that has protected us, the one that has preserved us he is the reason why you are here today. Your heavenly father is the one that has been watching over you. Some of us, our heavenly father deserted us. Our heavenly father abandoned us. Our heavenly father has been father to us. He has been there since we were conceived in our mother's womb. He is the one that has kept his eyes upon you. I appreciate him this morning. From your depth, from the depth of your heart, I appreciate him. Knowing that where you are today is all because of him. It's all because of him. He's all because of him. He's greater than the greatest. He's bigger than the biggest. He's stronger than the strongest. He's more mightier than the mightiest one. Open up your mouth and begin to thank him. Thank him. Sing a love song to him this morning. Hallelujah. Demons tremble at your presence. What a mighty God we serve. Glory, hurry, Hallelujah. Everything written about you is great. You are great. Yes, you are. Holy God. You walked upon the sea. You raised the dead. You reign in majesty. you 
great. You are great. Behold his greatness. You are great. 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 this morning I have a father who never fails my early father died 2010 thank God I have a heavenly father who lived till eternity <laughs> hallelujah so I honestly I don't refer myself as someone who has no father because I have a father that never dies I never fails hallelujah that is always there for me where the earthly father cannot reach that can snatch what the earthly father cannot snatch earthly fathers are limited but I serve a God who is unlimited hallelujah I am grateful hallelujah and I give you thanks this morning you may be seated in the presence of the Lord hallelujah I don't want to take away from our fathers in the house today I wish you honestly a happy father's day from the depth of my heart. Hallelujah. Turn with me quickly to the book of Ephesians chapter number 5. We are going to read from verse number 22 up to 23. And we are going to read Ephesians 6, 1, 2, 4. Hallelujah. It said, wives, women, mothers, submit to your own husband submit to the fathers submit to your own husband as to the Lord keep going for the husband the father is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body keep going as up to 33 therefore just as the church is subject to Christ, let the wives be to their own husband in keep going. Husbands, love your wife, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Keep going. That he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spots or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish up to 33 keep going 
28. So husband ought to love their own wives as their own body. So any man that will raise up his hand against his wife or his voice against his wife is a... Have you ever seen somebody, any man that you see beating himself, what would you call that kind of man? I want us to be real today. Hallelujah. I want us to be real today. Amen. It said, so husband ought to love their own wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves him. Keep going. We are going somewhere. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourish it and cherish it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of the body, of his flesh and of his bones. For this reason, a man should leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is great misery. No man can understand it unless the Holy Spirit explain it to you. This is great misery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respect her husband. Ephesians 6, verse 1 to 4. Ephesians 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 4. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. That it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. But bring them up in training and in admonition of the Lord. Let us pray. Spirit of the living God, we thank you once again for this wonderful Father's Day. Thank you for gathering your children together. Father, as we have gathered here, I submit myself to you. I say, let not my will be done. Let the will of the Father be done on this Father's Day. In the lives of everyone hearing the sound of my voice. Spirit of God, move. Let your son be glorified. Let the sick be healed. Let the bound be set free. Let the weak today receive strength. Let those that are confused live here with direction. Let nobody live here the same way that they have come in. Do what a mighty father can do. And let all glory belong to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. Today, the Lord will have me speak to us about a topic that is titled, The Qualities of a Real Father. The Qualities of a Real Father. And as I stand to speak to you today, I am standing on a mountaintop, spiritual mountaintop. You can't even see it, hallelujah. And I'm declaring on this Father's Day that every father that has abandoned their children, abandoned their wife, I pray that today will not be a day for them to celebrate. I pray that a day will be a day that will have a self-examination. And whatever fault that they find, that today they will amend that fault. And they will reconcile with their children and their families in the name of Jesus. And to those of you that have been great fathers to your children and great, you know, partner to your wife. Please, this message is not to bring you down. Today is your day. But I pray that this message will be a mirror, a reflection where you can see yourself. 
and look at these different qualities that God will be leading us to for you to see if you are doing well in all of them we say more grace to you your own is to receive more grace but if there's any quality in there that you need and you feel you know what as a father I think I can do better in this area I think I can do better in this area may you receive grace today to move up to that level in the name of Jesus and this message also is for us wives and the reason that it's for us is that as we look at these qualities, our job is for us to make sure we help our husband to be the best man that they can ever be. Hallelujah. So we have a job. The husband have a job. We as wives also, we have a job to do. Hallelujah. Ha. Qualities of a good father, of a real father. When I look at the word father, what I see is a picture of a man, not a woman, a man, M-A-N. Because my daughter came home about a few months ago and she was asking me, Mom, is it right for a child like me to have two fathers or two mothers? I just simply told her, no, it is wrong. It's not right, it's wrong. That is sick. And she looked at me and said, Mom, you are so mean. You see, that is the generation that we are in right now. And I stand here as a woman of God to tell you, I don't apologize for anything that is wrong. If God says it, I stand by it. And I told her, it is wrong and it is sick. That is the spirit of perversion that is manipulated by the marine spirit. It is not of God. It is wrong. And I know that, you know, church these days will not be religiously right. But if we can stand for what is true and speak for what is true, it does not matter what comes against it. A time will come when what you are saying will begin to line up with what the world wants to follow. Because the voices of the world are louder than the voices of the church. That is why you are hearing what you are hearing in these days and in the times that we are in right now. I told that it is wrong. So a picture, what I see of a father, of when I look at the word father, is a picture of a man that is driving a car on a freeway. And inside the car is himself, his wife, and his children. And as he's driving that car on the freeway, he has to be very careful about the obstacles that may come his way. And that obstacle is not to play with him. He has to understand that that obstacle is to divert him, to distract him, or to truncate the destiny of his family. I want you to understand, my family, there is a place that God wants to take my family to. Pastor Charles, there is a destiny that God wants to take your family to. Every family in this church, God created you because there is a purpose for that family. And as a father, you are driving that freeway, you have to be very careful, watching out for those obstacles. It is your responsibility to make sure you drive, you truncate, you divert away from those obstacles so that your family can arrive at that destiny that God has assigned. That is a clear picture of who a father is. And as I give you this story, there are two things I want you to settle as we look at the qualities. Number one thing I want you to settle in your spirit now today is that number one, in the life of every family in this church, 
and in the life of all the families in the body of Christ. God is in control, but he puts the man in charge. Am I speaking to you? Every family, my family, God is in control of my family, but he puts my husband, Daniel Ajani, as in charge. What means is the head, what means is the leader. A leader is one who goes ahead while other follows. And as a woman, I want you to understand on this Father's Day, your role. Your role is to make sure that you help your wife, your husband. Your role is to make sure that you assist your husband to get to that place that God is leading the family to. Your job is to assist. Your job is to help. God looked at a man. He said, it's not good for a man to be alone. He said, I will make him a helper that is suitable. So you are a helper as a wife. And your job is to assist your husband to get to achieve that which God has assigned concerning your family. Am I speaking to somebody today? I hope, I, I, let me tell you this. My God might not have sent me to everybody, but few people. If you are the one, just receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Our God is a God of order. He's a God of order. We have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In as much as each one of them are gods, but there is order. God Almighty does everything. He does it in the name of Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot do anything, but it's a force through which God works, God moves, God acts. So God is a God of order. And any place there is no order, there is disorder. And when there is disorder, there is chaos. So where we are seen in this planet Earth, where there is a chaos, just know that there is somewhere, somebody has stepped out of their boundary. If there is chaos in the family, it is not, it's good for you to sit down and find out where is the source coming from. Where is it coming from? Because the moment you talk, you can pray 24-7. Until things are in order, they will remain the same. They will remain the same. But as long as you put everything in order, then everything will be in order. Because God is the God of order. Am I speaking to somebody? Hmm. There is a saying that goes, behind every successful man, there is a woman. There is a saying, we love that. But may I submit to you that behind every unsuccessful man, there's also a woman. Behind every failed father, there is a mother. Behind any failed husband, there is a wife. Am I speaking to somebody? On this Father's Day, God wants to correct what needs to be corrected in our family. Uh, a man of God once said, this message, I beg you, is just to, it's just, I want you to live here inspired. I want you to live here with something that you can work with. I want you to live here with something that will transform you. So that when you live, it's okay, what must I do to be safe? What must I do for my family to be in order? What must I do for my church to be in order? What must I do for my community to be in order? What must I do for my family to be in order? I needed to live there with that today. Number two thing, and I want you to take it from that picture, is that whatever God wants to do in a family, he wants to do it through the man. 
Whatever God wants to do, he wants to do it to the man. That is why he told Abraham, leave your father's house, leave your kindred, leave your country to a place that I will show to you. And the next verse, as you read down, the Bible says he took Sarah, his wife. Whatever he wants to do, he wants to do it through the man. That is why the prince of darkness on this earth is fighting seriously against the man. Because he knows that if the head is removed, the whole body will suffer. There are many families that are suffering today just because the father has been removed out of the home. And the sad part is it is the children that suffer the most. It is the children that suffer the most. And that is who my heart bleeds for. And that is what God is getting ready to do in our lives and our families and everyone that is bleeding in any area of their lives. Hallelujah. Especially in their marriage. Am I speaking to somebody today? It is the children that suffers. Not the husband, not the wife. TDJ said, at 40, if you want to be foolish, you're already foolish. At 40, if you, if you want to be wayward, you're already wayward. When the devil is attacking the family, you have to understand that it's after your seed. It's after the next generation. So that if the father left the mother, and now their children are grown, they're married, the same thing happened. It will now become a generational cause. And as a mother, that is why I'm so certain, as a mother on this Father's Day, as a mother, our duty, no matter how our husbands are behaving sometimes, I'm helping the men out here, I don't hear anything from you. <laughs> as a husband, no matter, as a wife, no matter how your husband is behaving, you may look at him and say, why is this man acting that way? It is not for you to start talking. It is for you to kneel down and be the call, to call upon his name. And say, Daniel, Ajani, ah, you will fulfill destiny. You will be what God has called you to be. I push you to the top. Our destiny cannot be truncated. Our destiny cannot be diverted. My children cannot suffer as a result of a broken home. Your duty as a woman is to pray for your husband. Pray for him. And stand upon the word of God. Because when instruction is coming, it's not coming, it's God. But for the sake of the fathers there, I'm just going to put it this way. Most of the time, the head receives the instruction first. And the wife assists. It's like um, a regional area. Maybe the whole of Lawrenceville. Let me use the word, let me just use McDonald's. Let McDonald's represent families. Maybe they have 20 McDonald's in, in Lawrenceville. And each of these McDonald's, there is a manager. And there is a regional manager that oversees all the McDonald's. When instruction is coming, they will not bring it to the server. Neither will they bring it to the assistant manager. But the instruction will come directly to the manager. And the assistant manager and the other workers will assist in executing what they want to get executed. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That is how marriage is. That is how family is. When God is doing anything, does not do it through anyone else, but through the father. Because the father is the head. And our job is to assist. If fathers don't step up, and mothers step in, in most cases, she will begin to carry the burden that she's not designed to carry. She'll begin to carry, that is what, ask a single mother, she'll tell you. I know how it is. When my husband, when my kids were little, when my husband would travel for a week, 
Sometimes I see him at home. I think he's not doing anything. I'm looking for something to give to him. Because I look, I say, I say, as if he's not doing anything. But the moment he travels, I feel the pressure. That is when I know that, hey, when is your father coming back? Because there are some things that I don't know that I run to him. Because I get it easily, I don't know his value. But most mothers are suffering that because we are carrying what we are not designed to carry. Am I speaking to somebody? The last, the, the last time I checked in the Bible, when women make decisions, husband, I'm not saying don't listen to your wife. Your wife is the Holy Spirit. Listen to her, but step up to take the place that God has assigned for you to take. When Sarah told Abraham, marry the Ishmaelite woman, marry her. Abraham had the instruction that God gave, but Abraham did not stand in the position that God has assigned for him to stand up. What happened? What happened? He married, what, what is the name of that Egyptian woman? Hagar. He married Hagar. Hagar gave birth to Ishmael. And the generation of Sarah, of, of Sarah is what is still fighting today. The mistake that Sarah made, our children, 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 is still fighting the battle today. May you not make the mistake that your children will suffer. Amen. May you not make a decision that your children, children will begin to fight an unending battle of. Amen. May you not make that decision in the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Am I speaking to somebody today? Two qualities. Fathers are very important in the house. Please, fathers, you are very, very important. Don't let any power move you out of your position. Not even your wife. Not even your wife. Because you carry more than you think you can. You, 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 you carry more than what you see. Just know that it is not about you. It is about your seed. Look at your seed. What will become of these children 10 years from now, 15 years from now? Look at your children and make the decision to stay. When Mary was engaged to Joseph, the Bible says that before they came together, she was found to be with the child of the Holy Spirit. This is what the devil did, and this is what he's doing sometimes in the minds of father. He came quietly and said, divorce her, leave her. How can you do such a thing? Look at the woman, you've not even touched her. She's pregnant already. And the Bible says, as this thought began to go around in his mind, an angel came to him. May there be a divine visitation to fathers this month. Amen. May he help you so that you will not make the mistake that will cause your seed to suffer on this Father's Day. The angel came to him and said, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. He said, she will give birth to a child and you will name him. He did not say Mary. He said the father will name him. Where are the fathers to name their children? Where are the fathers to name them? Even though they are misbehaving, to call forth what he wants to see in their life. To call them loved, to call them blessed, to call them favored. Where are the fathers in the house? Where are the fathers in the house? On this Father's Day, I want us to just go home. Maybe you know somebody. This is a day that we'll sit down and begin to think if everything is well, I thank God for you. But let's consider praying for our brothers and our sisters. Because the things that I hear, 
the things that I, you know, there are some prayer points you will avoid though. There are some, if we can do, if we can just go the, with the path that God wants us to follow. There are some prayer points we will avoid. There are some prayer points. If the woman can take her place and the man can take her place, there are some prayer points you don't have to pray again in your life. Am I speaking to somebody? Fathers, you are like God here on earth. From Genesis to Revelation. You look, your children, you might be the closest God they can see. Before you can introduce them to their Heavenly Father, you are the closest they can see. You are the closest they can see. God himself has to compare himself to fathers. He said, which one of you fathers? That is comparison, compare and contrast. Am I speaking to somebody? He said, which one of you father that your child will ask for bread, no, for stone? You will give that child a bread, no, a stone. Or he ask you for a fish. You give that child a snake. If you earthly fathers know how to give good gifts, how much more your heavenly father? That is, am I, am I speaking to, that is God bringing himself down to your level. He said, as a father have compassion upon the children, so the Lord have compassion upon those that fear him. You are special fathers. And I'm not saying it to just, you are special. You are the Godhead in the family. That is who you are. And that is what God has created you to be. You are bigger than what you look, you see in the mirror. The Lord has brought me here to remind you. You are bigger. And women, we have a bigger role also to play. Help our husband. Not by words, but by action. Actually doing it. Doing it. The husband, there's a trick. Let me show you one trick. There's a trick that I've learned. At the beginning, I used to, every little thing. Since I learned this trick, my marriage, I stand on that, I just stand here to say it. My marriage is sweet. I'm not fake. The time I fake it is over. My marriage is sweet. The very day I recognize that the man, my husband is the head, but I'm his crown. That day, a king is recognized by the crown on his head. Everybody can be sitting down. The only way you can know hey, this man is a king is because of the crown that is upon his head. secret. Mothers, women, you can do, you can make your husband do whatever you want him to do without fighting. Without fighting, I tell you. The days of fighting are over. At the end, it's the children that suffers. I don't want my children to suffer. I don't want to use my hand to cause what we make them to say, oh, where's mommy or daddy? No, no, no. no. The power indirectly is in your hand, women. I want to show you a secret today. It might be, it's like somebody that is a leader. You just, okay, tell him, okay, you just ask the other person to go. You yourself, you know what you are doing. Is the head. I am the crown. Without me, his kingship is not seen. Am I speaking to somebody? I'm teaching you a secret. My husband, before, when he does something, I'm like, I will find a fault in that thing. And guess what? Because of that little thing, he now expand to a bigger thing. What I do now is, oh honey, you did a very good job. It's nice. But you know what? Next time, you know if you put it this way to be better, 
Then he looked at me, eh? Hey, really? I said, yeah. Okay, let me do it now, see. I'm telling you, that is how men is. But by the time you come and say, you didn't do this with that. Look at the way he said, look at the Before you know it, the man will say, hey, that thing won't be done. There will be fight. And the night, this man will face that way. The other one will face the other way. The next, it's uncalled for. It is uncalled for. On this Father's Day, I pray for reconciliation. Your love will be sweeter more than ever before. As for today, in the name of Jesus, I speak it, I declare it, I decree it, I say, so shall it be. In Jesus' name. Adam, hey, Adam was given instruction about the forbidden fruit, right? Was the woman there when God gave the instruction? No, the woman wasn't there. Was she there? No, she wasn't there. I'm sure she was told by her husband. But when the devil came, it did not come to the man. It came to the woman. You have power that you don't know. You didn't power. The man is the head. Let him be the head. You assist and sneakily be. <laughs> Honestly, God said, listen, he said a wise woman build a home. He didn't say a man. There is a reason he said that. A wise woman. He did not say, which means to really build a home, it is a woman that will build the home. <laughs> To God be the glory. The man was, when, the, when Satan came, he did not, if you had come to the man, Pastor Charles, it is the maid that would have been doomed forever. The women will stand back. But he had to come to the woman because he knows once he gets the woman, he will get the man. If the devil is smart, why can't we outsmart him? When he starts saying all those things, the negative things, the only worst thing that your husband is doing, that is the only thing you see. Take a, take a, okay, if you don't see anything, at least know that he made you pregnant and you gave him children. That is work. Say that at least, just look at the father, he's the father of your children. That alone. Just let that, let that be something that will just tranquilize, that will just calm you down. He's the father of my children. Because the mistake I make now, I may not suffer, I'm, but what about my children? What about them? The devil got Eve. And the only thing Eve could just do is to call the one that says he's the head. Adam, he said, yes, say, take it. Maybe the man will say, what? He said, shut up, eat. Maybe add sweetie, honey. Then the that was it. Two things I needed to settle from that picture. The man is the head, is the leader, is the charge, and we women were to help. No, as you live here today, as you are long as you are together with your husband, is a home, is a family. God is taking that family to somewhere, and the father is the driver of that family, and your own is to assist. And to make sure that the distraction, the things, the embargo that are coming against that family, they come in different form and in different shape. 
that are coming against our family, you make sure you help your husband. You are 16. It is even you that will be saying, honey, there's this one that divert to that way, so that your family can arrive to that assigned destination that God has assigned for you. If you believe that, put your hands together and shout aloud, amen. Number one quality of a real father. Number one quality. I want to challenge men in this church. A father is someone who has a relationship, who know God, love him, and have a genuine. Because believe me, in the body, to, in these days, you don't know which is which. You need to ask God to open up your spiritual eyes. God, give me discernment. Just give me that spirit of discernment because people are, it's for, you don't know who is who anymore. So that is why you have to pray, God, give me that spirit of discernment. So that when you step into a place, you can tell which is which. So a real father is one that know God. Not just know him, but love him. And have a genuine relationship with God. Because if God the father is in heaven, overseeing every families that have God, that have little God, like fathers here on earth. For you to succeed, Brother Joseph, as a father, you must be connected to that God. Because through there, you can get your wisdom. We're talking about men having wisdom. I'm sorry, it's not all men that have wisdom. Wisdom actually having a good judgment. If you have a good judgment, you can't move and go and leave your wife. It's I told you before, it's, not, it's just for us to live here. With something that you can look at. Don't look at me. Look at the Holy Spirit speaking through me. It is through that relationship that you can draw wisdom. Being a father is not easy. Every pressure that are coming from every corner, from in-law, from they are coming first to you. You need God. You cannot do it by your strength. If you do it by your strength, you will fail. You need God every day. You need to have that relationship with him. You need to communicate with him. You need to learn how to talk to him. As pressures are coming to you, in order for you not to make the wrong decision, you must go before the throne of God. You must empty yourself out to him. That is why some men, because of the pressure, they turn to different things. Turn to pornography, turn to um, smoking, drinking, sneakily, thinking nobody's seeing them. Too much pressure. You must know God, you must love him, and you must have a relationship with him, a genuine one. And as you do that, your children are watching, they will follow. Number two, let me quickly say this, number two. A real father is a good husband to the mother of his children the checklist of fatherhood cannot be complete if they don't check that you're a good husband it must be checked the greatest thing you can do for your children is to love their mother that's the greatest you can do you want to teach your son how to handle a woman when they marry you want to teach your daughter how they can be treated as a woman if you misbehave, you talk anyhow, they are watching. What kind of picture are you putting in their memory? I was talking to a man the other day. He was telling me how his wife has gained a lot of weight. 
10 minutes, I'm going to close. This 10 minutes, the man was talking how the woman has gained a lot of weight. And I looked my head, I looked at this man. He himself, he looks as if he swallowed a calabash. Man, please listen to me. Today is your day. I'm helping you out here. Don't expect your wife to look like Victoria's Secret when you yourself look nothing like Calvin Klein. I beg you. Don't expect her to look like Calvin Klein. Now you look at yourself. Look yourself first. Women, don't be pressured to do what you don't want to do. If you want to lose weight, lose weight for your health, for your sake. When in marriage, you married a, a, a package. You yourself, there's nothing. Nobody can compare you to Calvin Klein and you want your wife to be like Victoria's Secret. And please, if you want your wife to be an angel to you, create an heavenly environment. Angels don't live in hell. They keep telling me my time is up. I was able to get to two. Maybe next time, stand up on your feet. Stand up on your feet. Just lift up your hands up. Thank you, Father. We can conclude on Wednesday. On Wednesday, I want we can conclude. We can take about two or three more qualities on Wednesday before we go into prayers. Please, I want every one of you to be here. Let's conclude this matter. Let's conclude it. Hallelujah. And please, if you have a question, bring it on Wednesday. If you have a prayer request, specific prayer request, bring it so that we can pray. The Lord has instructed me to pray for mothers. We can pray for fathers also. And together, we can pray for our children. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice in your own voice. Just thank God for today. Thank you for today as a father. Thank you for your husband. Jehovah God, we bless your holy name. Thank you for the wonderful fathers, for what you have done, what you're doing, for those things that you're yet to do. Lord Almighty, as we have received your word, Jehovah, let this word bear fruit in our life. Let us not just be hearers, Papa. Let us be doers of your word. And let you, Father God Almighty, continuously take the glory out of our lives and out of our children and out of our family. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let your amen be the loudest. <laughs>